welcome to Good Grief Coaching, the podcast where we talk about how to move forward and process the pain of losing a loved one. I'm your host, Francie Perkins. Let's start the conversation. Hello, and welcome to episode number 19. This episode I'm calling Letting Go to Grow. But before I get into this episode, I want to talk to you about what's been coming up for me and really what I'm hearing that you're struggling with. Many people have been messaging me and emailing me saying that they're a bit anxious and kind of dreading the holidays. Now, some people that are contacting me, this is their first holiday without their person. Their person just died within the last year. But some people have been through many holidays or at least a few holidays, you know, without their loved one, and they're still finding the holidays to be a time of struggle. So no matter how long it's been since your person died, the holidays can still be sort of a tough time to get through. So what I decided to do is offer a group workshop to help you cope. And the workshop consists of two one-hour group sessions where we're talking about handling the holidays. And I'm starting this in early November because I wanted you to have a good foundation of tools to draw from and to help you as the holidays arrive. So if you're interested in this, you can email me at francie at francieperkins.com and I'll get you all the details. Now, I want to get right back to this moment because currently we're in the month of October and October the theme in my membership group has been letting go to grow. And I want to let you know that when I'm talking about letting go, I mean surrender. I don't mean to give up or to let go of the love that you had for your person that died, or even to let go of the connection that you have with them. What I'm saying is that surrendering to our lives and surrendering to what happens in our life and surrendering to how life unfolds, and that includes this grief that we're in right now, once we do that, we can accept our lives just as they are. And by doing this, by letting go of how we thought our life would be, or, or letting go of our like limiting beliefs about ourselves that maybe we don't think we can handle things, maybe letting go of conditioning of things that we should or shouldn't be doing in our grief, by let just letting it be, letting life be, then we can step into the rest of our life that we are meant to live. So that is what most of the people that I work with want. They want to figure out how to live their life after this loss, and they just don't know how. And I think that, you know, the month of October and the season of autumn is a wonderful time to talk about letting go or surrendering because we have so many beautiful examples from nature. 
I just love looking at the trees this time of year as the leaves turn from green to red or to yellow. And this has always been my favorite time of year. Some of the trees here in California don't drop their leaves and some of them do. And the leaves drop to the ground, creating this colorful mosaic on all the lawns and sidewalks. And it is so pretty. I am in awe every single year. And it's been really interesting for me to understand why the trees go through this process. I found a few reasons, and it really helped me to understand my grief and to understand my loss. And it helped me to surrender or to let go of things a little bit easier, maybe even let go of behaviors, let go of beliefs that aren't helping me be my best self, just by understanding what happens in nature and how the trees let go of their leaves, right? So one of the main reasons that trees go through this in autumn is for survival. Shedding the leaves helps them survive the harsh winter. It actually helps them to conserve resources like water and energy. And dropping those leaves allows the tree to focus its energy on its root growth. And it becomes more grounded and stronger because it doesn't have to worry about the leaves anymore, right? because it's going to need the strength in the winter when the harsh weather arrives. And one other thing I learned is that dropping the leaves helps with pollination in the springtime. So dropping the leaves in the fall helps the tree ground itself by supporting root growth, and it helps it be strong for the winter. And then the benefits carry on into the spring where it helps with pollination. So to relate this to letting go of what no longer serves us regarding grief, um, sometimes we need to surrender or let go, again, not of the love, but let go of the resistance to what happened. Shedding the resistance and letting go of it helps us to keep going and feel lighter. The pain is still there, but it feels different. And then we, just like the trees in nature, can put our energy towards becoming grounded and strong, right? We have energy to do that versus spending our energy resisting what's already happened. Then we have the energy to process the pain when we shed this resistance, when we let go of that resistance. So holding on or resisting is really exhausting. It takes so much energy. It's hard to carry this around, right? And we become better prepared for the next season or seasons of our own life when we too are able to let go of what's holding us down, maybe what's weighing us down, or what's draining our energy. So how do you know when you are holding on and it's time to let go? I think you know by how it feels. Usually it's when you're ready to drop the frustration and the anger. That frustration and anger that life hasn't gone the way that you thought it would or wanted it to. Once you realize that refusing to accept life as it is is really robbing yourself of peace and happiness, then most people 
tend to be open to the idea of dropping the resistance, of letting go of the resisting. That's what most people want. They want to feel calm and peace. And surrendering is the key to letting go, to moving forward, and to creating a better life. And just to be clear, surrender does not mean giving up. It just means accepting what is and dropping the resistance to what is. And sometimes when I'm talking to to my clients, resistance shows up as the I wish statements. So my clients will say things like, I wish this would have never happened, or I wish people wouldn't die, or I wish my life was different. And the truth is, it did happen. People do die, and your life is the way that it is right now, right? So can you see the resistance in wishing for something that was different, something that already happened, right? A lot of people do wish for for these things, and there's no problem with that. But like I said earlier, most people tell me they want to feel peace and calm. And these quote-unquote wishes, they sound pretty, but they add to suffering. They don't bring us closer to peace. They actually reinforce our resistance to what is. So to find your peace, you need to drop the resistance. And you can do this by becoming aware of what is and looking at circumstances just as they are and not how you wish they were. Because when you do that, you can take measures to change your life. But first, you need to be in this moment, just how it is right now. And and when you do that, you're just in this moment, as it is right now, you are more calm. So you can drop the panic and the overwhelm. You can let go of that resistance you then then you can make decisions to help yourself from a place of calm from a place of peace then you can make decisions from this place and you can be deliberate and intentional and this really changes everything in grief accepting or surrendering to the pain and the difficult emotions is probably the most challenging thing that most of us have ever done or will ever do And it is so valuable. Let me tell you this. You are valuable. Your feelings, even the difficult ones, are valuable. They have meaning. This grief has meaning. Resisting these feelings is resisting the meaning and resisting your value and resisting the value of the experiences in your life. You can choose to believe that there is value in feeling these feelings. Of course the pain has meaning. It's tied to the love you had for the person that died. This pain is important. It's meaningful. It carries useful information for you. God or the universe or source energy, whatever you call it, is compassionate and wise. And that is why you are going through this. It's because death and grief are a part of life. And the pain of it is supposed to be felt. 
The pain is necessary, the pain is real, and the pain is important. And I know firsthand that it is not easy. I like to tell my clients to stop running from these emotions when they're able to. Now, time frame is different for everyone, but once you, you are able to let go of the resistance, you do become lighter. And when I say death is a part of life, it's a very hard part of life, yet it's a very meaningful part, a lot of my clients will agree with me and they'll say, yes, it is a part of life, but I can't do it. Yes, it is a part of life, but I'm never going to be able to handle this. I'll never be happy again. I want to offer you this. When you find yourself saying, yes, but I want you to stop. Stop right that minute and feel what comes up when you say, but I can't, but I'll never. What is that one word emotion that that you're feeling? Is it despair? Is it hopeless, helpless, anger, sadness? And then go into your body. How does it feel in your body? How do you know you're feeling hopeless and you're not feeling frustration? How do you know you're not feeling joy? How do they feel different, right? Get to know that feeling of that emotion in your body. To release this emotion, you need to let go of the resistance to it. And you do this as you notice it. And that's just what I described. You stop and you feel what comes up. What does it feel like in your body? You become aware of this emotion, this feeling, and how it shows up in your body. The pain is still there, but you can now allow it to help you to grow emotionally, right? You're just letting it be there. It has purpose. Once you've gone through this and you've allowed it, you can go to the what is my next best step from a place of calm because you're not fighting it. You're just allowing it. So you can take the next best step from a place of peace or calm versus a place of panic or overwhelm. You're going to make better decisions to help yourself take steps in the right direction to help your healing of this wound and to help you move forward. It's so important that we, just like the trees in nature, learn to surrender, to release, and to let go. And we do this to create space for our next phase of growth. It's not easy, but I'm here to help. Contact me if you're struggling. And as always, until the next time, I wish you all the best. found this podcast helpful and want to get more tools to handle your grief, join my private women's grief group on Facebook. It's called Good Grief Coaching. I share tools and tips on how to move forward and also have weekly Zoom coaching calls. You can also visit my website, francieperkins.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Francie Perkins Coaching. And on YouTube, I am Francie Perkins. I look forward to connecting.